Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode that's five plus another five, and that's two from you over there. Twelve. That's episode twelve of Know Your News version of whatever the hell Kate and I do, which is called Get the Fuck Out of Here. Um. I'm, I'm Alex Blowski, and this, of course, is Kate, and this is who we are. This is what we do. Uh, we talk about things uh, ad nauseum for literally too long and, and hopefully have a fun time doing it and you like watching it. Um, this is the show where we review weird, crazy, bad, um, off-kilter film and television, um, and sometimes we like to do a little holiday episode a themed episode, if you will, to go along with things going on in the world. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. If it continues in this direction, <clears throat> never again. <laughs> this, I felt like going into episode 11, we were on a heater of flicks mm -hmm. that I would like to get, mm -hmm. stay in. I do not want to get them the flick out of here. Right. Last week was like, Somewhere in between mm -hmm. this week, without hesitation, having watched only one of the six that you did. God bless you. Five and a half. I wasn't able to get through. Five and three quarters, though. Um, like, I would just, I would get so far out of here. Part mm -hmm. of it is because my inability to handle anything even remotely, slightly graphic, even fake as it may be. Um, fake shark infested waters being one of them. Um, and the other part of it was, uh, it was a terrible movie. <laughs> um, uh, uh, this week, of course, is Shark Week. Um, and as such, uh, we are reviewing uh, Sharknado, the dynasty, and its sequels. Um, which is not, by the way, what I signed up for initially at all. You said, this let's was, watch I, Sharknado. I, and I, I said, okay, I've never I seen Sharknado. I would like to um, remind you who suggested this in the first place, because it was not a, this guy. Yes, it was. No. You said, hey, I've never seen Sharknado, in case you wanted to do that. And I was like, okay, no. cool. No. No. I wouldn't have even thought of Sharknado. You threw mm. out Sharknado as a possibility, oh. and I said, I've never seen it. Uh, mm, 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 Revisionist mm. history, Ellis. Let's, let's see. Hmm, hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it because I, I have to be right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think but, sincerely what happened was you had mentioned Sharknado a few weeks ago, like as a joke. And I had said, I'd never seen that. We could do that for the show. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think you were the idiot who put it on a radar. And I, I, I think was the idiot who I was. suggested it. Because of, of, of all, I'm thinking of genuinely bad movies. You, you know? I, that was this. Yeah. Sure. And, I, and then you were, and I was like, you know, it's like Shark Data. I was like, I've never seen that. I was like, oh, okay, we'll watch it. I think that I think that might have been it, but um, um, wow! For those of you who don't know, 
Uh, Sharknado is a is a movie by the Asylum, which just makes really bad. Uh, um, Um, it's mostly straight to TV uh, science fiction movies. In um, partnership with the Sci Fi Channel, right? Right. Uh, almost all of them, yes. Yeah. Um, what yeah. struck me was I went to Google it, and there was one review site that had it at under one star and then there was one review site that had it at 3.75 stars mm -hmm. and i said well this is gonna either be my favorite movie or my least favorite movie because right. some of those go just like one way or the other and it just depends on your sense of humor and stuff yeah yeah Alex. um it's it's uh it, it the thing i think that the thing of it is is that it was an absolute phenomenon when it first came out in 2013 um it is as crazy as possible um uh, the idea of because we there were, the asylum also does things like um by the way they did a, a movie called two-headed shark attack in which uh, a shark was mutated and had two heads and then attacked right yes question yes do they do anything that isn't sharks oh plenty um, okay. but, but sharks are really apparently easy to animate, I guess. And also like, you know, everybody wants to vacation near the beach so you can get people to do your movie. Um, so <laughs> sorry, I'm watching the end of two of, of Sharknado six on my other monitor. And it's very funny. Uh, cause I got, I got no context. I'm just watching it without sound. And just really stupid stuff is happening. It's probably um, better that way. It is. Um, uh, so, um, they did, uh, anyway, they did a movie called Two Headed Shark Attack. Of course. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I have seen Two Headed Shark Attack. It is legitimately awful. Um, apparently, in the intervening years, uh, they made uh, three-headed shark attack, four-headed shark attack, five-headed shark attack, and six-headed shark attack. Who is funding these movies? I don't know, Kate. I don't know how they could make any money at all from ad. You think advertisers would pull their ads from the network choosing to broadcast these movies? Um, Sharknado One is the is the is the least the I can say the least about it. Because it is absolutely trying to be an actual movie. Yes. So before we went on air, I compared this to Fast and Furious, where I was like, driving fast cars is to Fast and Furious, as shark-infested waters taking over the town is to Sharknado. Right. But Fast and Furious, one thing I appreciated was they became extremely self-aware from my understanding. I only saw it like two and six, I think, mm -hmm. right? because of an ex-boyfriend. Um, so, like, I guess they completely bought into the fact that, like, we are a parody of ourselves. Right. And I have all the respect for the world, in the world for that. I could not hang in there long enough with Sharknado right. to see if it evolved into such a thing. But as you mentioned, in the first Fast and Furious, they were stealing built-in DVD player televisions. Yes. And now, and then they, by the eighth one, they were like racing a nuclear sub across an ice sheet to save the world 
I, I don't think it, it makes, I don't think enough people recognize that, um, that is all about family started out with them trying to steal DVD players. Um, and, and by the, by literally seven films later, we need to save the world. Who do we turn to? Well, the only people we can. These people who whose eight years ago were, were stealing DVD players. Of course, um, it's uh, it's pretty funny. Um, Sharknado, um, it was was an idea of um, these very. They made a lot of these. I think Action Sharknado was the first one, and then everything was a spinoff of it. But some weird weather formation plus an animal. And somehow they work together. There was a literal spinoff of this called Lava Lantula. There was a big tarantula made out of lava. That's a thing that actually they did. Um, this preceded uh, Sharknado? This was a spinoff of Sharknado. A spinoff. Okay. Yeah, there were a lot of other ones too. So there's, Sharknado walked so that Lava Lantula could right. run. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a weird movie about blizzard sharks where like there's sharks made out of snow. Why is there um, sharks? I don't listen. It's a thing, man. Like jaws became a phenomenon because people have this fascination with like swimming eating machines that that want to kill human beings. I don't know. I don't know why it is. Okay, but um, we have seen simulated matchups between animals yeah. that can kill each other and we know there are plenty of other vicious creatures out there. I would like to challenge weather disaster animal sci-fi low-budget movie producers to expand creatively into animals that are more threatening than perhaps, say, a tarantula. Right. And not a shark. Right. Like, um, I don't know, a earthquake tiger where the, the earth splits open and tigers just shoot up. From from the under earth. <laughs> I mean, I I read it. That should we be making a movie? We should we should be, we should be making movies. You and I yeah. together. Yeah, let's let's pitch that to Warner Brothers in the morning. Um, so uh, Sharknado, like the at its core, the premise is solid. Um, water spouts, which are basically tornadoes over the water pick up fish and drop them inland. Like it's a thing. It's a phenomenon. It's happened many times um, in recorded history. So there's nothing that says a more, a powerful enough water spout couldn't pick up sharks. If there were sh enough sharks uh, and drop them inland, like there's okay. that's I'm immediately that's frustrated by the fact that we got, a molten tarantula situation when this water spout thing could have the promo the trailer for it could have just been like this water spout isn't itsy bitsy after all we could have been doing water spiders but can continue very good very thank good. you i'm great at this <clears throat> um yeah uh there's there's um so so the idea of like hey there's a lot of sharks in the water, like they're 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 swimming here, but like they shouldn't be, but they are. And also, there's a hurricane coming coming out of Mexico, and and like that like that all like 
is theoretically possible. And then, of course, it gets more and more impossible afterwards. But but the opening our, scene of this is like a business deal got wrong. It is. It is. It, is, it does. It, like the, the screenwriter had a scene that they wrote for a screenwriting class and decided I have to include it in this <laughs> feature film. Mr. Captain Santiago, who, who runs... Did a, you order the code red? <laughs> That's all I could think about with Santiago, by the way. Uh, Captain Santiago runs a shark fishing expedition off the coast of Mexico where he uh, he basically harvests shark fins for shark fin soup. And uh, uh, a, an Asian man is going to buy all the shark fins for a million dollars, which seems like a lot of shark fins for shark fin soup. I'm going to say an overabundance on a food that I have never heard is like a delicatessen of some right. sort. Like the markup on shark fin soup cannot be that good. Or a delicacy because a delicatessen would have been to some place where you get a sandwich. Both Deli are true. <laughs> yes. also, I've never heard of a I've deli never heard of a shark fin being a delicatessen either. Yeah. Um, that... yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, the, the, it's a deal gone wrong. Because it's like, um, um, we, my my employers are prepared to offer you uh, $200,000 for all the shark fins. And uh, it's like, um, $1 million or you don't get to leave the boat. Like, And he pulls out a gun. He's like, well, I think we have a deal. Uh, he's such a, like a little accountant guy. Uh, and then um, he, uh, oh, this is great. As we're talking about this. The end of season of, of Sharknado 6 like loops back through time. By the way, yeah, there's a time travel episode. Season that Sharknado 6 is all about time travel and the multiverse. And I'm watching now the end of Sharknado 6 going back to the beginning of Sharknado 1, where it's it's the dude and the other dude on the boat. Uh, and they're trying to stop the phenomenon of Sharknados. So they, they have to go back and, and stop all the Sharknados as they're happening. Um, it's like, like, How it's like a back to the... How do two of those guys do it? Oh, they don't. They're, they're just there. And everybody else is like trying to travel through time to stop all of them. Um, I understand. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, so uh, the, the hero of this thing is a surfer. His name is Finn. Get it? Like shark fin. Sure for Finley. And he's got a he's got a he's got a friend who's Australian whose name is Baz. And uh and they're 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 surfers. That's literally what they do. They surf. And our hero, Finn, played by Ian Zeering of 90210 pseudo fame. I will say, not the worst actor in the world. No, not terrible. Um uh he uh he owns this bar on the Santa Monica pier. Um, so that's what, that's, that's his whole deal. Um, and the shark NATO approaches, like they, they, they start the whole thing with like sharks in the actual water. Like Baz gets, gets his bitten on the leg on his jet ski and Finn's got to go save him. And this, this hot surfer girl uh, that he was flirting with uh, gets eaten by a shark. But it's all in the water for to start with. 
and then the hurricane keeps coming. That's yeah, the thing. They're very aware that a hurricane is coming, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are in this town, absolute morons yeah. who just hang out on the beach when a hurricane is coming. And yeah. then also yeah. sharks is what makes yeah. them move. Yeah. The sharks eventually make them move. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, uh, However, but, but they John, move into the bar, which is also beachside. Yeah. Which is still incredibly stupid. Yeah. And a shark flies through the window and eats somebody. Uh, and then the barmaid, uh, Nova, stabs it in the brain with a, with a pool cue. I should note, the dad from Home Alone... Uh, has has an extended cameo as as the as the uh, the bar fly. He's the norm of this bar. He has a seat that he sits in all the time. He's constantly drunk, uh, and he's always hitting on Nova, the barmaid. Um, and, like inappropriately touching her. In, in, inappropriately so. This was this was uh, uh, this one, first one came out in in 2013. It was the first existence that I remember. Of literally everybody on Twitter live tweeting something, like yeah. every everyone was watching this thing as it was airing, going, "This is crazy! Can you believe this shit?" Kind of thing, and everyone was doing it. You had to, you had to get in on it. The first non-sporting thing mm -hmm. that I can remember. Yeah, I also want to point out that hot barmaid has a shark bite looking yes. thing An on obvious her thigh. Shark oh, yeah, um, and also. Seemingly PTSD related to a shark attack, which mm -hmm. maybe living at the beach is not like the healthiest the, choice for you. The best place for you to be. Uh, not agreed. great. Not great. Not a not a great not a great thing. Um, so, um, the the shark NATO comes ashore, kills a bunch of people, and floods Los Angeles. And so for a while we we get um uh we get um Ian Zeering and uh uh and Baz and um and Nova the barmaid and uh and the dad from Home Alone traveling the freeways of of Los Angeles trying to get up to Beverly Hills which is where um which is where Ian Ziering's ex-wife lives, played by Tara, Tara Reid, who is the worst actor, I think, on the planet. So after watching, bad. After watching all of these movies, I don't know if she was always this bad, but she is now the worst <clears throat> actor on the planet. Like, not the best material to work with. I no, will give her that. Still. But this was like... Fun facts about me. I'm obsessed with Christmas. And this was like all of the dumb Hallmark movies that I love to watch around Christmas. This was on par with one of those. Like very, very, very bad. It's it's pretty terrible. Um the they uh they they get to her house and she's like, what are you doing here? Do, you're not allowed to come here. I live here now. I am here with my boyfriend, who is obviously a businessman. And also, our daughter lives here. 
and she does not want to see you and your visitation rights start on the 20th and it is not the 20th and you have to we have to leave here and she appears to be unaware that there is a a hurricane and b the hurricane is filled with sharks well but he called her from the bar to be right. like hey uh i'm just checking in because a yeah. hurricane is coming your way and she was right. like we are six miles inland it's right. fine yeah also like i don't know it's your kid's dad and your lover at some point maybe let him in the house during a hurricane Right, no, he's not allowed. Um, so, he, but anyway, he forces his way in, and uh, <laughs> asshole boyfriends like April is mine now. So, just so you know, like he's not the good guy. Um, they they make sure to put that little line in there. Um, and uh, thirty seconds ago, she was like, "You are not allowed in my house," and then later she was like. Hey, leave him alone. Be nice to my ex-husband. And I'm like, there is definitely a scene missing. Um, but then there's the then um, the house fills with water and sharks, and one of the sharks eats the boyfriend, and the teenage daughter who who hates her father for some reason we're never actually told. Um, just for, I guess for not being there for her because he's a surfer. Um, kind of. And then there's like. We find out later there's a boy in the picture too, and she's like, "You were always there for him, and not for me." Blah right. blah blah. Right. Yeah, that was a that was weird. Um, so there's also a son, an older son, uh, who is um, who is in flight school or something, training to be like an Air Force pilot or something, uh, and he's up in Van Nuys. Now Van Nuys, I lived in the valley for eight months. Um, Felt like eight years because the valley is a terrible place to live. Um, uh, Van Nuys is uh, only 15 miles from the beach, but is, it might as well be Wyoming. Like it feels so far from like where, like it's literally just straight down the canyon to Malibu. Beautiful beaches. But like if you live in Van Nuys, you would never see the ocean ever because your life is, is a horrible, miserable existence. So they have to get to Van Nuys to where he is, where this guy, the, the son, is in is in uh, flight school. So, oh, by the way, by the, at this point, uh, the, the dad uh, from Home Alone is dead. He was eaten. He was uh, eaten. He was eaten. Um, I also skipped over. I was just looking at my notes, sorry. Um, a couple of things. One... There's a really dramatic scene where they realize like that they have to batten up the hashes at the bar that they yeah. own. And then there's like an incredible amount of destruction that miraculously does not collapse the building at that point. Like we see an entire house's worth on top of the bar, but the bar does not collapse. And the other thing was when they were entering the house of the ex-wife, nobody went to the attic. Like, nobody was like, hey, waters and sharks are coming right. in. Like, we know shark-infested waters are taking over the streets. Maybe go upstairs. Right. That was not, like, a consideration by anybody there. So my yeah. conclusion at this point in the movie was that Sharknado was biblically what Noah's Ark was supposed to do, and that all of these people are idiots, and that maybe God was like, I'm sending a Sharknado to right. start over because... They won't get off the street for a hurricane until they're sharks. And then they go into a bar that is next to the beach. Mm -hmm. um, 
and then they go find shelter, but they don't go upstairs in that shelter. So I'm thinking you kind of, not that you deserve it, but you've kind of brought it on yourself at this point. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, this is this is the, the Noah flood, yeah. but um, but like uh, times a million. Yeah. And it also involves sharks. Right. Uh, and also the, they, they, um, they're throwing sharks out of the sky. Like the the sharks the sharks don't fly. No, understand? no, but they're hurled. They're they're flying out of they're 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 being hurled out of the sky, but they don't control their flight path. Nope. So there's a lot of in these movies of people shooting at falling sharks. Yes, it's kind of like when you go to like fire on in a paper airplane, and you're like, I don't know. The way that that's going to go. That's kind of how the sharks are hurling through the air. Just right. directionless. But they are like skeet shooting sharks out of the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot of that. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, they, 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 uh, get, they run aground somewhere on their way to Van Nuys. Um, and wind up in an, like a army surplus store where they get a chainsaw. And then they, 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 they get a... They rent like a Hummer from some like rent a Hummer place and drive through the valley. Um, and they finally I get to. I love that the hero of our movie, Finn, knows how to drive through a Sharknado as if it's the same as swimming through a riptide. Right. He like knows how to time the drive. It's yes. amazing. That amazing. Um, so, anyway, they get to the flight school and everyone's hiding behind some like aluminum siding inside the hangar but there's no rain there anymore like they just they like at some point they think they ran out of the budget for the rain machine because <laughs> they just, just stopped using it yeah. um blind melon came they played right. um so they they find they rescue the son and a few of the son's friends from flight school and um they uh the son uh whose name is matt has scenes where you can tell that Matt is kind of sweet on Nova. Yes. And she's kind of sweet He's on him. By the way, it is like heavily the... implied to the entire movie that Finn and Nova are sleeping together. But he has told her absolutely nothing about himself. Correct. To the point where she didn't know he had an ex-wife and a kid. Yeah. And also, I just want to say that Matt was like the maddiest Matt in the world like yeah. that guy was named matt yeah for sure yeah um, did we get to the school bus of kids yet no I'm, i skipped the school okay. bus of kids i mean it was what yeah, school bus of kids okay but we get important character development on this because there's a school bus of kids as they're driving mm -hmm. which there's kids inside of the school bus despite there being a debate but the ex-wife tara reed is like Ugh, it's so typical of you to want to save children. Like in like this very like <laughs> I can't she's, believe you want to save a school bus of children. He's really not a nice person. Yeah, what a gem. Can't believe that didn't work out. You always want to save a school bus of children instead of worrying about the people you're with all the time. Um, like, what a see, dick. There's obviously nobody in there. Cut to inside the school bus. Children. Full of full of kids and and the bus driver trying to calm them down. They save the kids. Uh, nobody dies except I, for the bus driver who gets hit by the flying Hollywood sign. 
And why wasn't there a part here where he was propelling down the side of a bridge too? Yeah, he rappelled off the bridge to get to the kids. That's what because it, it, it was. It was too much water down there; they can't drive down there. So that's what it was. Right. He knows how to do a lot of things oh, instinctively. Yeah, no. Not only is he a surfer, but he's like everything else too. By the by you the time how... you by, by the time you get to like Sharknado Four, you realize he must have been in special forces at some point. Okay. Because like, you know I mean? like, at this point, it feels like how Zach Morris was like the captain of every sports team on right. Saved by the Bell. Like, he just knows how to do all of these things suspiciously right. at this no, point. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's funny. Please don't um, skip the school bus of children. I think it's amazing that Tara Reed is pissed. Yes. That this guy wants to save the school bus full right. of children. Right. Um, so, uh, so Nova. Um, is is playfully flirting with Matt, and, and he's like, oh, "This is a nice scar." Uh, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Why not?" He lifts up his shirt, and there's this gnarly scar on his chest, and in his rib cage. He says, "I got it falling off a slide when I was two, hurt like hell." But everything is really cool now. It's like, hurt like hell. You were two. Do you were you remember that your earliest memories of you falling off a slide and obviously being impaled on something jagged? Like it's a really crazy scar. I want to hear more about that story as opposed to her was like, I went out on a on a boat with with my grandfather. I was raised by my grandparents. My grandfather took me and his friends on his charter boat, and then we ran into a reef and the boat capsized. And we all went inside, and they tried to protect me from all the sharks, but eventually the sharks all ate them, and I was the only one alive. And so she like literally does the Quint from Jaws speech about the SS whatever it was that 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 sank during World War II. It's like, and and except her, she 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 says six people went into the water, one little girl came out, the sharks took the rest. Like they just like just straight up stole it, um, and this, I will say that speech would fit perfectly in Sharknado three, four, or five because they were absolutely stealing everything, obviously, and like playing off all of the tropes of the things they were stealing. But in this movie, again, they're trying to make an actual movie, and that's why it doesn't didn't work. And. Just like the turn from I can't even talk about it to the openness of my entire family right. that I was with got eaten is like a very big jump. Yeah. And um, as far as the scar on the fella, Matt, I was like, that happened when you were two and it looks like that now? Yeah. Hmm. Just, I think just, you got some shitty treatment when you got stitched back up, brother. <laughs> just, do, do stars genuinely, they like, generally grow like, like that. Like that? Really across your entire... I don't think so. Anyway, um, so uh, the whole thing that they're doing while they have this conversation is they are building bombs to throw into the tornado because it's a high pressure, hot air, low pressure, cool air, and they meet. Maybe we can equalize the temperature by throwing bombs at the tornado as one does as one would do and this is um apparently works because they they go up in it and he takes her up in a in a helicopter and uh and she and they throw bombs in the tornado 
And the first couple of Sharknados stop. They dissipate. And all the, the, all the, the sharks fall out of the sky and people are shooting at the sharks. They fall out of the sky. Um, and uh, and a, a few people are crushed to death by sharks. Like, the they don't actually like eat, get like some of them are they're eaten by sharks, but a few of them like get crushed to death. But they never show the sharks themselves getting pulverized by hitting the ground at a hundred miles an hour. No, they're fine because they always like land and they go, ar, 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 and it's just whatever. Very resilient sharks, right? And also, before they fly to do this, we mm -hmm. get this really horrific scene <laughs> where, um. Tara Reed again, like Matt is like, we could go save thousands of people if we if we do this instead of just like a bat out of hell. And she's like, oh, you're just like your father. Yeah. I'm like, what values are you instilling in your little well, bitch well, kid? The thing that they um that they do um uh is um uh they say semper paratus, always be prepared. That's the thing that he teaches his kids to say. And she doesn't like that he teaches them to say that. And spoiler alert, that's how they fucking communicate for the entire goddamn series. <laughs> they say separate paratus to each other like four times a movie. It's a little crazy. Oh my god. Um, so You're just like your father wanting yeah, to save people. Just lives. like your father. Oh, by Next the way, thing you um, know, you're going to be saving children in a school bus. Uh, Baz gets eaten. The lovable, uh, rakish uh, Australian surfer dude. Uh, he after eaten. having been through so much. He, yeah, he did. He was he got through so much, but he was eaten. Um, all all the people at the flight school, they all got eaten. And then uh, um, uh, Nova falls out of the helicopter and is swallowed whole by the biggest great white shark you've ever seen in your life. Then. They were they, like, um, uh, um, they put a bunch of bombs in the in the Hummer. Uh, this is what Baz was working on when he was eaten. Uh, and then Ian Ziering, Finn gets in the Hummer and drives it. I don't know, fifteen miles, like a, a, a really long. He, he was going very fast for several minutes, um, and jumps it off the edge of a canyon into the tornado where it explodes. And then he runs back to the Van Nuys flight school. And and he gets there very quickly. And it doesn't make a lot of sense that he does this. And there are now all the Sharknados, the tornado part has stopped. But because of that, nothing is keeping the the, the sharks aloft. So they're just falling everywhere, and one of them is falling at um, uh, Zion Ziering. And I don't know, like, why he doesn't just stop, because it's falling at it's falling at an angle toward the ground, and he's running along, making sure the thing is following him. Go this way, and it won't hit you. Stop, and it'll overshoot you. Do anything, but he's like, no, I gotta run and make sure I pick up my giant chainsaw so that I can turn around and leap into the great white shark's mouth while brandishing a chainsaw. Um, so that was my other thing was like, unless it's clusters of sharks falling from the sky, like you can see them and get out of the way. They're not small. 
right. little sharks. Right. Like just step to the left or the right, which you do see some of. Like you see people step to the side and then have to duel with the sharks on occasion. But I did just feel like, I don't know, if you just ran five feet to the right, right. Yeah. you'd be off the trajectory of the falling sky shark. Anyway, Ian, Ian Ziering jumps into the mouth of the giant great white shark mm -hmm. and cuts his way out of the belly with a chainsaw and then goes back into the belly of the of the shark and pulls out Nova, still alive. Well, not really. She's uh, she's dead, but they're able to revive her via CPR. Very like Jonah in the whale situation going on. Um... Uh, uh, or Geppetto in the whale. Uh, just alive, sitting in the in the in the belly out. of the shark. Mm -hmm. um, so I I was like, oh, I forgot. I, like I when I say I've seen Sharknado one once uh, at my bachelor party because uh, my my best friend. You uh, deserve we, another bachelor party. My my best friend, who was my best man, uh, he and I would always like go to Blockbuster because is how old we were. We go to the to the to the horror or sci-fi like wall, and we'd go around and start picking out like each of us pick like five or six of these things, and we'd come back with these ter obviously terrible movies, and we'd each go we'd each be able to veto like no I don't want to do that one no I don't want to do that one and we get down to one we pick that one and we get a pizza and a six pack of beer and we'd sit. And we'd watch that one movie and eat the pizza and eat the beer. And we just make fun of it and have a lot of fun. And occasionally so fun. It, it turned out to be uh, a, a fun time because the movie turned out to be, hey, fun. That was kind of decent. Or sometimes we'd be like, this is terrible and not even fun to watch. But most of the time it was just like, let's make fun of these things. So, um, so yeah, my, my wedding was in 2013, a few months after this came out. And neither of us had seen it yet. So they, so he Perfect. got it for me on DVD and we like watched it. It was like a, a thing. So me and all the other, the other groomsmen were like, why are we watching this terrible movie? Like, it's a thing. Me and this guy who's more important to me than the three of you. Oh, really? Because <laughs> that's what groomsmen are. Yeah. Like, they're, they're your best man, but not really. Um, and anyways, that, that's, so that's what we watched. But anyway, I had forgotten that Nova died. Because I had also forgotten that they that they pulled her out of the shark. Well, because she doesn't, she undies, so right. it's kind but of I, like I was, a reversible oh, death, you know. Um, but it was like, oh, yeah, it was a, what, right. what, like what a tragedy that she died at the hands of the very same thing that took her, the life of her grandfather, uh, but she didn't actually. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so that's the end of the Sharknado one. Is that uh, is that. They were able to say that everybody, the, the like, uh, daughter, son, ex-wife, Ian Ziering, Nova, alive. But also, ex-wife and Finn, bitchy-ass Tara Reed and Finn kiss while he's covered in blood. And she's basically immediately like, gross. And I'm like, have a moment, you superficial bitch. And then Matt and Nova... Are heavily implied to be together and i was like if sharknado 2 doesn't start with hey i was sleeping with your dad like i wanted it to go less into sharknado worlds and more into 
incestuous weirdness. Uh, right. Spoiler alert, that is not what happened. No, because in, in Sharknado 2, there is no Nova. Nova's not in Sharknado 2. She was very heavily in, involved in, uh, in, in Sharknado. Um, she was the innocent girl that was sleeping with a guy that she knows nothing about and then his son. Right. Also her boss. Also her Yes. Guy who who owns the bar that she works at, kind of a bad start to begin with. But living by the beach with her shark right. ate my family there, PTSD. Yeah, and there also is um, no uh, no Matt. Right. There's no Matt. There's no son in the second one either. No. But this is the one where they're like, okay. The first one was an, was a crazy success. We didn't know it was going to be. A lot of people watched this and talked about it on social media. So every every small time actor who might be wanting to get a comeback has their agent on the phone trying to get them a part in this in Sharknado Two. Um, so it's full of cameos, like full. Heads of up, wrestling fans! Hold on to your seats. Um, uh, it, the, it begins with they're flying into New York because apparently Finn is originally from New York City. They're flying into New York to see Finn's sister and uh, and her husband, who is uh, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Uh, every morning there's a, a halo hanging from the corner. Hey, and there's a shark that's flying through the water and the sky at the same time. Nailed it. I just want to fly into a sharknado. Um, <laughs> but he's he's in it. Um, but anyway, they're flying in there, and they do a a really clever. This is why two is so much better than one. Like you can even bypass one and watch two, because it's it's starting to become aware of what it is. Like they do the whole thing of like there's something on the wing of the plane from the Twilight Zone episode, and what what it is that he sees the plane is a shark because they're flying into a Sharknado. They don't know this, but they are. Um, also, the guy who plays the pilot of this ill-fated plane is Robert Hayes, who plays Ted Stryker from Airplane, which I know is one of your favorite movies. I love Airplane so much. And I love how many references he makes to actually being the same character from Airplane. Like, Macho oh, oh, yeah. Where he's like, he says, Macho Grande. He says, he's like, I've flown in a lot worse than this. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then he's like, uh, he says, um, she says, uh, so what do you have? Yeah. Like, oh, I thought about having the fish, but I took the chicken. He says, you never take the fish on an airplane. <laughs> and he's like, like, it's all great stuff. Um, but then uh, they fly into a Sharknado and he gets eaten and the co-pilot gets eaten and Finn has to land the plane as, by the way, Kelly Osborne, head flight attendant, gets her head like ripped off because a hole opens in the side of the plane and sharks are flying into the plane. Also, the air marshal is trying to rescue Tara Reed, who will not take no for an answer and just sit her ass down in the friggin' seat because Ian Zeering's like, I'm going to go land the plane because apparently surfers know how to land 747 jets yes but he's gonna i'm gonna go land the plane you stay here and say finn come back and then the plane opens up and she's about to be sucked out and the air marshal passes her his gun 
so she can take his Glock and start shooting it at the sharks. Now, it is the- helpful that both Finn and Tara Reid have Sharknado experience, yes. which is very important. Because she wrote a book about it, How to Survive a Sharknado. That's actually why they're going to New York as well, because she's going to be on the Today Show. They should have actually no, published that be book. On live with Kelly and Michael Strahan. Kelly Ripa and oh Michael Oh, my Strahan. God. She was going to be They're idiots that. if they didn't actually publish that book. They could have made so much money. But only if it was actually written by Tara Reid. Yeah, to, or she had the chance to promote it, yeah. But let's just do the, the, uh, the, the audio book. In order to survive a Sharknado, first you must do these three things. Chapter one. 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 Choose your weapon. <laughs> Chapter one. Do not attempt to get to higher ground. Like that's... <laughs> Stay near the beach. Stay near the beach. <laughs> if you are within six miles of the beach, you are safe. Stick around. Anyway, um, <laughs> she is shooting a Glock out the window of an open aircraft, and one shark bites her hand clean off. And she just holds it out in front of her, the stump, and goes, ah, into the camera. Um, and uh, so they, he's able to land the plane, but she has to go to the hospital because she lost a lot of blood. Dr. Billy Ray Cyrus tells Ian Ziering, because that's who plays the doctor, Dr. Billy Ray Cyrus, she'll be fine. She's a fighter. Uh, uh, but she's got, she's lost a lot of blood. She needs to stay in, Every in the hospital. Every hand's been bit off. <laughs> um, and so uh, we get... Uh, uh, don't you take my, don't you tell my hand, my achy, breaky hand. Oh, that's right. My bad. Um, anyway, uh, he, uh, they're supposed to go meet all of his old high school buddies, including Mark McGrath, um, at a Mets game. But there's also Al Roker, who, like, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, very heavy on the Today Show, uh, uh, um, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, vi- a lot of NBC properties because also <laughs> own in sci-fi, getting some cameo work. Al Roker's very heavily involved in most of these movies. Matt Lauer, now in hindsight, probably not the best choice to be really heavily involved in a lot of these. We didn't um, know at the time. We didn't know at the time. Um, but anyway, uh, the, there's a huge snowstorm coming down. It's July. We've been so hot this this past few uh, few months, but now we're gonna get snow, Al. Yes, that's right. Snow in July. You're you're right to be skeptical, but there's a a low pressure front coming down from Canada. Also, there's a hurricane coming up from the south. What's gonna happen? I don't know. I'm Al Roker, um, and uh, and so the snow. They can't do the the Mets game because of the snow. Vivica A. Fox is there, and also Judah Friedlander from Thirty Rock, <laughs> and they're uh, Ian Ziering's best friends. Uh, and so he's able to get there, and then Mark McGrath and he don't like each other anymore because I don't know. Um, and Ian Ziering's sister, who is heavily featured in this movie and never is even mentioned in any of the other movies which is odd because a lot of it is like um, Ian Ziering trying to f- save his entire extended family uh, and traveling through time to do so. Um, they never even mention her again. 
But uh, her one of her friends from college, I guess, is Peppa of Salt and Peppa. And she is riding a bike at one point and gets eaten by a shark or squashed by a hammerhead shark, I think. Um, they're going to Statue of Liberty. The, the head of the Statue of Liberty blows off the Statue of Liberty and literally chases Ian Ziering's sister through the entire, all of the boroughs of Manhattan. Uh, like I it just has, want to pause and reflect on the fact that like people have agents to get roles. Like, could you imagine being an agent and being like, Pepper, guess what I have for you? Got you a part Sharknado. You're riding your bike and you get eaten by a shark. Yep. Give me yep. 20%. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... <laughs> so, uh, um, eventually, uh, Judah Friedlander gets eaten. Eaten by the butt out the back of, uh, <laughs> out of the 7 train uh, in the subway. And he says, don't ever mess with a Mets fan on the 7 train, then gets eaten immediately. Um, perfect uh, for the Mets. Very on brand. For, yeah, very on brand. Um, there, Gio would have survived. Yeah, I'm sure he would have. Uh, and so, um, oh, there's also, uh, there's a weird scene where, where Judah Friedlander meets Richard Kind, who's playing an old <laughs> ball player and wistfully talks about the good old days and then later hits a, hits a falling shark with, with, a, with a baseball bat. It's a very odd movie. Um, but eventually it comes down to uh, they, there's the, the tallest hotel in America and they have to go there to blow up the sharks. So Vivica A. Fox who is Ian Ziering's high school girlfriend. And it is heavily, it is very, there's a scene where he says, um, your dad uh, didn't want us dating because I was a white guy. And he's like, but, but I, he didn't love you. I did. And that should have been enough for you. And so she still harbors feelings for him 25 years later. And he's like moved on, and and like he's now with his ex-wife yeah, again. It's a bitchy Tara Reed. Apparently, she's nice to him now. I guess. Um, I'm just and, saying, if I have a choice between Vivica A. Fox and yeah. bitchy Tara Reed, who's nice all of a sudden but I'd has one Vivica. hand, I'd always I'm take sick Vivica. And, huh. Um, so they, uh, they, she, oh, Tara Reed breaks out of the hospital to go and try and save her husband, and affixes like a prosthetic something to her to her hand to her stump um yeah i don't think i remember that yeah this... it's no it's not great um so they try and they 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 take propane tanks and start shooting them into the into the storm because that worked the last time but it doesn't work this time because because this because of the cold front coming down from canada um it's making the tornadoes too cold so instead of trying to fire out everything, make it too hot, let's make it too cold. So they they go to um uh to to, to a place where they can use freon tanks to to make the to freeze out all the sharks. I can't wait to listen back to this episode just to hearing you summarize. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's um, so but bad. the the main thing you have to know about this is that uh, eventually. Um, Finn goes to this place where there's Freon tanks in the roof and uh, and he has to talk to the fire chief of all of FDNY and it's Kurt Angle 
It's the wrestler Kurt Angle, and it's like, "Hello, Mr. Shepherd. Um, I'm the Fire Chief. You want to go and do what? Where? The the Freon tanks? What? Tell me. Like, it's just, oh my god. Um, it just he's got this gigantic friggin' neck in his little FDNY jacket. Um, but so here's the deal. Um, Tara Reed um, uh, is able to find so Ian Zeering and Vivica Fox go to the roof and they have to like hook up a cable to the Freon tanks and like take the cable all the way out and like to take the live electrical table for cable for some reason and touch it to the to the fence which then will electrify the entire skyscraper and blow up the, the Freon tanks and shoot it all into this tornado, right? Ever? What? Right. Of course. So they, they're able to do that, but uh, in order to do that, they have Vivica Fox has to sacrifice herself to save her city. And the Freon tanks blow, and she might be okay, because she gets blown clear of everything, but she's falling through the, torn, the Sharknado and gets bitten in half by two sharks. So Vivica, Vivica A. Fox is bitten in half by two sharks, that's Double shark death. Double it's shark rough. death. It's tough. But then Tara Reed shows up. Um, and uh and there's a there's a chainsaw, there's a there's a sword or something. They they cut into uh they cut into a shark, and it turns out the shark that they cut into is the same shark that ate her hand. What are the odds? Um, but they don't keep the hand they pull out of the shark. However, they do keep her wedding ring. And and uh, they take it off of her severed hand, and then he proposes to her on the top of the Empire State Building or something. Uh, and she says yes. Um, and, uh, oh, the shark's caught on fire, and one of them landed on a fireworks truck. And then the fireworks truck exploded, and the shit fireworks off into the sky of new york as as she said yes and they kiss i also want to point out that she was already wearing a wedding ring mm -hmm. so they had kind of already acknowledged that they were back right. together slash i think married. it was like the old wedding ring but he hadn't proposed to her yet they were still not married whatever sharknado 3k is one you have not seen yet and it is where the, the series fully hit its stride um it is uh it 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 fully accepts that it is gonzo crazy ass shit and it says we're gonna do this from now on at the beginning they're honoring um finn as the as as like the civilian of the year kind of thing and he's been presented an award by the president of the united states played by mark cuban of Shark Tank and also the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. And, and trying Mark, to save the country from health insurance gaps right. and in pay. Yeah. And um, uh, Mark Cuban obviously always wanted to be an action star. And this is where he gets to. Is he good in this? I mean, no. But okay. but he's he's having a blast. Uh, like, uh, the, he everyone tries to... Um, to usher him away from there's the Sharknado that hits Washington DC, of course, and because of course, um, and uh, 
it hits the entire eastern seaboard, actually, but it hits Washington, D.C. first. And so the, the Secret Service is ushering him out of the ballroom where they were doing the big awards presentation um, and down into the into the basement, into the bunker, so no, so no sharks can get him. Um, and Ian Ziering keeps telling the Secret Service, give me a gun, I can help. Why won't anybody give me a gun? Um, Look and, what uh, I was honored for. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, and the head of the Secret Service says, uh, uh, Mr. Shepard, we are about to enter the presidential bunker. This is the safest room in America. Um, there, you would not need a gun in here. And they open it up and there are sharks full of, the sharks are just all over the bunker. And one of them leaps out and eats the Secret Service. And so, so Finn Shepard and the president, President Mark Cuban, have to run away up the stairs like we need weapons we need something really good um say ah the armory come on says the president so they go to the armory and they Charles, themselves has with... this ever happened to you <laughs> you're locked out of a presidential bunker and the secret service doesn't believe you're a threat <laughs> um and so they each get like four machine guns and a bunch of shotguns and some body armor and they just like they're in like some presidential hallway where there are floor-to-ceiling windows and skylights that have all been broken out by the storm, and there are sharks raining in on them. And it's just Mark Cuban going, boom, boom, come on! Come on, you sons of bitches! Boom, boom, it's Mark Cuban. He's just ridiculous. Um, There's, like, breaking out, like, two Uzis and, like, It's just insane. He's like President Rambo, Mark Cuban, Um, Mark And so then they're able to... Like, it's like, oh, screw, th- I'm out of bullets. Me too. Screw this. Let's get out of here. And so they run and they jump through the one window that hasn't yet been broken out of this hallway and jump out a second story window to the outside where there are lots of sharks falling from the sky. Um, I don't know what, I forget what happens to like stop that sharknado, but like at the end of like, it's like a full on 15 minute sequence and they go, Sharknado three, and they did the full sequence of everything. It's 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 great, um, and the whole thing is that Finn has to get to Orlando, which is where his wife is, Tara Reed, who is now pregnant, pregnant. and oh, um, and she's there with her mother, played by Bo Derek, and uh, uh, her mother uh, hates. Finn has always hated Finn, always thought Finn wasn't good enough for her daughter, all that kind of crap. So, um, two questions. Yes. One, how has nobody developed or is working on um, some sort of device that can measure when a Sharknado would be coming? Sharknado 4, wait for it. Um, okay, so, good. my other question was crap, it was an important one. Was it about Tara Reid and her pregnancy? It was not. It might have been about Bo Derek. Continue. Okay. Um, so, uh, Claudia, the daughter from the first movie, yes, did not appear in the second movie. Um, is uh, um, a different actress entirely. Because she like grew up, or no, she's. I mean, she's this is just a different be, like, human. 
a like a two two years later after the first one but they keep saying oh my god you changed your hair it looks great so like they're they know that we're all gonna know it's a different actress okay so that's fine. talking about how she changed her hair you it doesn't even look like you anymore i know right so that's the whole thing so anyway she's walking around universal studios again owned by nbc which owns sci-fi so they could do all the things they want there um she's walking around universal studios with her best friend uh who's a flirt who's just trying to pick up boys at the thing and they go on a roller coaster and the guy who's running the roller coaster is chris jericho um and uh she they the girls ride the roller coaster leave all their shit in a locker there um and then leave after while leaving a uh, claudia's phone behind in the locker and he sees like hey you forgot your phone hey hey you know what they always come back for it puts it in his back pocket but the tracking app on the phone is still activated so everyone thinks that chris jericho is claudia you know that's that's the thing so there you go boy are they mistaken yeah very mistaken um he's not terrible in this he's fine he's this thing he's the guy who runs the, the the ride he's fine um so anyway um uh ian Ziering is trying like hell to get to um to orlando to meet up with his wife his pregnant wife uh and his daughter uh but he can't because all of the flights are grounded on the eastern seaboard because of the you know the Sharknado, the giant Sharknado wall that is heading for Orlando. So, um, so he's trying to get there, and so Bo, Bo Derek could not give less of a shit about the sort of the Sharknado. Also, not giving much of a shit, Tara Reid, who's been through two of these things, and is like, Mom, yes, of course, we'll just sit here in this cafe and we'll talk about baby names. Like, it's the weirdest thing that they've written nothing for her to do. Um, it's also just kind of like, I don't know, wouldn't you think before bringing a child into a Sharknado world? You, you would you would think you would. Maybe it was an oops baby. I don't know. They're both in there. Like, Tara Reid's got to be in her mid to late 40s at this point. Um, like, it's, it's yeah, I, it was not, not, she does not look like the type who can bring a new life into this world correctly. Um, so, uh Finn is trying to drive from Washington, D.C. to Orlando. And he's like, I'll be there soon. Like, when? Like, that's like a 12, 13-hour drive at least. You just um, stay where you are, bro. Wait till the Sharknado yeah, passes. Yeah, but anyway, um, there's a Sharknado that is passing through West Virginia. And uh, and uh, there, everybody has to stop because yeah, things happening. Uh, and who saves him from the Sharknado? Nova, who's gone full Mad Max. Like she's got like a gas mask and full on body armor and everything. She's gone crazy. Oh she's been God. studying these things worldwide. Um, and uh, uh, also she has with her, her little sidekick played by Frankie Muniz of Malcolm in the Middle, who's obviously head over heels, super gaga geek fest in love with Nova and can't bring himself to tell her. So, um, so, but also he idolizes Finn Shepard because like he wants to be able to be him, but he's crunched all the numbers you see, and he understands he can predict where the, the Sharknados are gonna come. Also, he knows how to deal with them all through science, you understand. Um, so 
they decide they're like, we're going to give you a lift in our giant RV that's been kitted out with like shark shooting stuff and also armor and spikes everywhere. So in case sharks land on us. Yeah, um, and it'll impale them. Um, so they drive to an Air Force base. Um, and Finn knows the general there, so it's totally cool. He can come on in. Um, and while they're there, the, the Sharknado hits this Air Force base in West Virginia. Um, and Frankie Muniz says, it's okay. This is, what we, this is what we decided. This is what the beast is built for, which is what they, this is what they named the RV. He's going to blow it up. And because of the stuff inside it, it's going to kill the, tor- the Sharknado. That's what he thinks. So Frankie Muniz says, I'll go do it. Also, Nova is now an expert pilot. And she's going to fly this supersonic jet into the Sharknado and drop bombs in it. Um, while you're doing that, also Finn is your is your is your passenger. He's going to be in the gunner seat. While you're doing that, I'm going to go over here, literally hundreds, if not thousands, of yards away to where we parked the beast, and I am going to blow up the beast. I'm going to set the the timer, and I'm going to blow it up. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'll catch you on the flippity flip. And as he's running to the beast. A shark flies through and takes off his leg. So now he, Frankie Muniz is hopping, hopping toward this RV. And he finally gets to the RV and he's hoisted himself up on top of the RV. And as he's dangling there, other leg chopped off. And then he's like reaching with it's both arms. It's merely a scratch. <laughs> he's, he's crawling with both arms to the big do not push unless you want to blow yourself up button, which is on top of the RV. And he's crawling with both arms. Whoops, one arm taken off by another shark. So now he's pulling himself, bleeding profusely from everywhere. One arm pulling himself. He almost gets there, last arm taken. So he's able to, like, wriggle his his torso. And by the way, while this is happening, uh, Nova is watching from the the plane cockpit. Um, as though he's right outside and right below her, but we know for a fact because of how far they walked to get to the runway from where they parked. He's thousands hundreds of yards, thousands yeah. of yards away. He's like, she's like, no, I have to save him. And Finn's like, no, you can't do it. We, 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 it's, it's no time. Um, and so finally, no mention of Matt, the son. No, it's just she's uh, an extra expert pilot so i'm surprised no no uh she he's not in this movie he's in four um but a different actor but they don't mention why he looks different anyway so um uh frankie moon is finally he's able to wriggle all the way and touch the button with his nose and it's the biggest explosion you've ever seen in a movie uh the the rv just goes up in flames just it disintegrates and um and it's like no, I have to go back. I have to save him after he's been blown up. No. And Finn looks over his shoulder, looks down as though, again, it's right outside and says, no, it's too late. I can't save him. We have to go. Otherwise, he died for nothing. And, <laughs> and just the way he says it, like you can tell that he knows that in the script, there's a huge fireball. Frankie Muniz has been disintegrated. And right. then she goes, no, I have to save him. No, it's too late. We can't save him. Like, it's just, it's so d- deadpan serious. It's like the best moment, I think, in the entire franchise. 
because it is so like it, it becomes in this moment like a version of airplane where it is absolutely spoofing the movies that it is is like, yeah like that's what's really cool about it um so also like frankie muniz was not gonna have much of a life as a stunt mm -mm. like as the knight from yeah. monty python which i've referenced several times now right. yeah so good for him for headbutting his nose into the right button, though. um they finally get to uh to orlando finally get universal studios there's sharks everywhere they're able to fight off the sharks they're able to somehow um uh stop um the, the sharknado there but there are more sharknados what so there there are more sharknados coming but it was the biggest explosion ever had that that part of the sharknado that worked but there were this this the sharknado is big as the entire eastern seaboard and wherever you take out one sharknado another one appears so they have no choice but to go to finn's dad who is uh, an old uh, Air Force colonel, Army colonel, whatever, uh, works for NASA, uh, but never got to be a real astronaut, uh, played by David Hasselhoff. Uh, and David Hasselhoff um, is, is Colonel Gilbert Grayson Shepard. Uh, call me Colonel. Um, and so he knows the guys at NASA, and the only thing they can do is to create a tower of fire all that lead, that goes from the ground all the way to space that's what they say i don't i would argue they didn't actually do that and the plan worked so i'm not really sure he's got to go to space and he's got to take uh him and his son to space to be able to do this um so uh tara reed um finds out that uh that her husband the father of her baby is going to space to try and fight um uh the, the sharknado in space i guess um and uh she gets so angry that she follows him out onto the runway that goes between the thing and the shuttle and has a big fight with him and then the sharknado hits and like the gangway starts to, to collapse so they have no choice but to run and get on the shuttle and put her i guess in a spare spacesuit so they can go up into space um also the sharks get into space and um and and they're they're out there and they're biting things in space uh and the only way to fix the thing that makes the big explosion how do they survive in space i don't know that's what they say how does sharks survive in space i don't know how did i survive in a tornado none of this makes sense and i was like i mean that's honestly self-awareness kind of, kind of like um so uh, uh david hasselhoff has to go outside just to do a spacewalk in his suit to fix the thing to make the big explosion but then he says from out there it's like listen there was only enough fuel for, to, to to either come and get me from this thing i'm doing over here or to get home there was always going to be one way listen i'm living my dream going to space dad no being your hero you do this for me go down there and you raise my <laughs> friends you raise my grandkids right uh, it's really, it's so overblown. Um, but um, they they are able to the whole space shuttle comes apart and and because all the sharks attack it, and there's one big shark. Um, and uh, 
the, the, the shark, the big shark has eaten Tara Reed. Just swallowed him, swallowed her. So Finn goes and he gets in the shark too. Let's the shark eat him so he can go in there after her. And that giant shark. He has shark, experience with that, so. Yeah, that giant shark goes in that at that it does re-entry and burns up, but they're in the shark. So it's okay because the shark blubber protects them as they fall back to earth and they land in the water in some tropical island and um and Finn cuts his way out of the shark like he did before in the first sure. one. Um but this time uh uh you know he, he always has a chainsaw. Always got a chainsaw handy. Yeah. So why not? This one's actually made out of a laser because it's a space chainsaw. And so he cuts his way out. And then he reaches back in to try and pull out his wife. And as he does that, a tiny little hand comes no. through the opening. She and gave then, space shark birth. And then, and then she hands him the tiny little baby. Who was apparently fine, and then he pulls her out, and she steps through the shark hole opening that he cut, as wearing wearing underwear. And I don't know, like if you actually gave birth in inside the belly of a shark, would you take the time to step? Like, oh, I will. I I modesty. I gotta. I'm gonna put on my my husband. Also, like me. you cut your own umbilical cord. Yeah, all that like, yeah. yeah no, placenta. What's that? Um, so she's she uh, she they the, like the the visual of the tiny hand coming through is some of the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I like I I, I I I can't do it justice. I'll have to find you a timestamp. It is fantastic. But um, everybody's there, like Claudia's like lands from wherever the hell she is because they're all in Fort Cape Canaveral, like. It's kind of amazing. They went up into space from Cape Canaveral, Florida, and they they landed in reentry at Cape Canaveral, Florida. That's really handy. It's the so real anyway, up all, and down drop. All, all the all the people are there. Everybody's fine, um, right there, except for um, Gil, Gilbert Grayson Shepherd gave his son Finn his set of wings to give to your to to my baby, my grandbaby when he when he, when, he, when he gets born. Um, and so like, Hey, what happened? I I'm supposed to give my, my son who I'm now cradling, uh, five minutes after he was born, uh, in the belly of a shark, I'm supposed to give him these wings. Where are the wings? And Terry says, I see them. I'll go get them. And she walks out. This woman who's just given birth says, I'll go get them. Walks out in the middle of this Island, looks up and a piece of the space shell crushes her. And that's the end of Sharknado three. They give you a cliffhanger. So you have to watch Sharknado four. They signed a three movie deal at this point. Uh, must have. Um, it's and, uh, kind of fucked up, but I'm like rooting for her to die because I feel like that trope has to be true. Um, in the fourth one, the Sharknados um, are able to appear anywhere, uh, which is weird because this is five years later, okay. and um, the uh, the technology has been has been uh, created to uh, not only predict, but also immediately put the kibosh on any uh, any any kind of Sharknado that ever appears. Okay, well, I'm for, glad that we put some development into this. It's been a persistent problem. Um, 
like Icarus flying too close to the sun, the <laughs> guy who came up with this technology has has built a brand new giant casino hotel in Las Vegas called Hotel Shark, which is j the entire um, the entire front of the sh of the of the, of the thing is a huge aquarium shark tank filled with thousands and thousands of sharks because um, tempting fate and hubris is not a thing that they talked about in any of the classes this guy took. Uh, so a sandstorm hits Vegas and picks up all the sharks out of the shark aquarium. And that's how we start uh, Sharknado 4. Uh, by the way, uh, we also started with a brand new Matt. Okay. Brand new character, Matt. They never actually tell you why he's this new guy. Uh, getting married to his new wife. Um, uh, it's while not Nova. While skydiving. Not Nova. While skydiving. Nova is in the third one. She's in, she's involved. She's there. Right. She's not in the fourth one. Okay. I don't know. Um, and uh, then, um, so we have this new new Matt, new wife. They're mm -hmm. part of this whole thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Finn's there. They there's a huge thing where they have to save Vegas. They save Vegas. Um, and then uh, they're trying Sarah to Reed get survives. Back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tara Survived Reed, the last one. Tara Reed apparently was in a coma for four years, and then Tara Reed's father, played by Gary Busey, uh, convinces uh, Ian Ziering to... <laughs> Bo Derek and Gary Busey made Tara Reed as yeah. a human being. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And, um, uh, and also, uh, so, oh, so, uh, the, the Colonel, David mm -hmm. Hasselhoff, who was stranded in space, yeah, they just went and got him. They just sent oh, up because he just okay. he just he just uh, took his little jetpack, landed on the moon. He's fine. They went up and got him up on the moon. He's okay. He's in, he's, he's in the fourth. Um. So. Uh, so anyway. Um. Uh. They. Gary Busey. Convinces Ian Ziering to pull the plug, on Tara Reid because she's been in a coma for four years. Then he takes uh, her irreparably damaged body, doesn't actually uh, cremate it or or whatever says he does. And he he builds her into a cyborg. He literally takes and replaces all the damaged parts with cyborg parts, but uh, doesn't like doesn't tell her um, that tells her when she wakes up that all of her family is dead, and all of her family believes that she is dead. And Gary Busey says he had to do this because reasons, and I don't remember what the reasons were, but they were pretty flimsy at best. Okay. Um. And anyway, so there are huge tornado. This tornado moves up. The sand NATO became mm -hmm. the shark NATO. The sand shark NATO hit an oil field, became an oil NATO. Oh, and that, I hate um, it when that happens. Yeah, the oil NATO. And the oil NATO hit something and became a fire NATO. Mm -hmm. And the fire NATO was almost put out, but then it hit a, a, a electrical plant and became an, a lightning NATO. And then uh, it went through, and it's been just been going through the entire uh, country, uh, going towards uh, towards uh, Finn's family farm in oh, Kansas. Oh no, not the lightning lightning yeah. NATO. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, where his mom, played by Cheryl Teagues, the old Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, um, oh from Derek and Cheryl Teagues. Nice sister-in-laws, yeah, uh, very good, straight. Um, but <laughs> she is there babysitting 
Finn, who is uh, Finn's of Gil, who is fi- the new baby, who's now five, who's uh, not five. I mean, the actor's like nine, but they say he's five. He's also really annoying and terrible at everything. Um, uh, but also they've introduced now a cousin, Finn's cousin, Gemini, uh, and she's she's around for the ride. They're trying to get everybody back to the farm to protect the farm from the oil NATO, fire NATO, lightning NATO with sharks in it. Right. Um, and they finally do do that. Um, uh, but once they do, uh, uh, um, uh, the wife, Matt's wife, dead. She was killed. Uh, and oh. he never seems like all that sad about it. Like, they don't really give him a time to be like, hey, my new bride was killed, was torn apart by sharks uh, falling out of the sky. And I'm weirdly cool with it. Um, Maybe it's just something after you've been through so many sharknadoes, you just kind of like accept that it might be a possibility mm-hmm. up front. Um, question circling yeah. back to earlier that mm-hmm. we didn't touch upon. Claudia's phone slash trip Chris Jericho, where did oh. that go? I'm sorry. Um, well, they were trying to find Claudia. Like, where is she? Where did she go? I'm like, oh, I know where she is. I have a tracking app on my phone. Let me go and I'll find her. Like, hey, I'm looking for my daughter, says Tara Reid to everybody she meets. I'm looking for my daughter. She looks like this. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Like, no, I haven't seen her. Um, And he goes up to to Chris Jericho. Like, the the tracking app says she's here. I I don't see anybody here. I'm trying to get all these people off of this thing before more sharks get here, says Chris Nato. Chris Jericho. Chris Nato. A Chris Jericho NATO Chris. would be a Jericho NATO. A Jericho NATO. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it's like I, her phone is supposed to be right here. He says like her phone is this it? He pulls out of his pocket. Oh my god, this is it. She's like she must have left it here. And then he's like, all right, buddy, I need everybody off of the roller coaster, <laughs> eaten by a shark. Oh, Jericho goes the way of the shark. Yeah, yeah. But he was eaten by a shark. Like the shark latched onto him, uh, like onto his shoulder, like his shoulder meat. Did he try to put it in the walls? No, he should have. But he was like this. Ah! A lot lot of that. It was a lot of that. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. We love that for Jericho. We do love that for Jericho. The actually the only wrestler did any moves to sharks was John Morrison in the fifth one. Did like a spinning Starship heel kick. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the spinning heel kick. Did like a kip up and a couple of like punches and he'd like a falling suplex to a shark. And then he kips up and he's like, it's like, all right, who else wants to go to Slam Town? Then he's eaten by sharks. Um, Johnny Nato. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seth Rollins is in the fourth one. Seth Rollins is, uh, uh, there are all of these, what they call astropods. And the astropods are the things that help control the weather because they emit some kind of frequency. Um, also, isotopes. They say, we need stronger isotopes. That'll solve the problem. And I think they honestly knew they were doing junk science. So they're like, let's do the junkiest junk science we possibly sure. can. Anyway, Seth Rollins is in charge of the 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 astropod that is located on top of Mount Rushmore, and he's just there. And he's like, "Hey, if any of these sharks get here, I'll stomp them." And then the sharks actually show up there. Nobody eats Seth Rollins. He just says <laughs> that. That's it. He's got like two lines, three lines. 
and one scene and that's it um, oh man anyway uh so um so th the actual farm house gets picked up no with uh, with, with uh, iron zeering and uh and his cousin gemini and uh and and little gill little gill uh in the house and and he, they just get tossed in the sharknado uh oh, to no. chicago where they land on the evil uh witch who is the mayor of chicago she's wearing stripy socks and uh and the house lands on her and then her her her, her you see her little feet sticking little out wicked yeah. witch of the west action going on yeah very nice uh and uh that's played by stacy dash from clueless is who that is appropriate and uh um anyway so uh so yeah there's all that other thing they finally are able to stop the Sharknado by blowing a, like using a bomb to blow as much water into it as possible, which they need to like, like keep like figuring out like how we're doing the, the oh, there's, oh, also the, the, the lightning NATO hit a nuclear power plant. So it became a nuke, uh, a nuke NATO. So the or sand, shark, shark, shark oil, lightning, Oil, oil, fire, lightning. Oil, fire, lightning. I knew I was missing one. And this is where we're at now. Okay. Um, so uh, because all the sharks are now uh, ra super radioactive, they don't have to eat you. They just have to touch you. And then you turn into like dust. Oh, no. So falling sharks are a whole other threat. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So they go to Niagara Falls because it's the only place they know of that has enough water to, to blow up the, the, nu the, the, the nuclear NATO. Um, and they, they're going to have to outfit the colonel, David Hasselhoff, mm -hmm. into this mech suit that has a big bomb on it. He's volunteering to blow himself up with this big bomb. I mean, he's to, been on borrowed time anyway. Yeah, he didn't think but, he was coming back from space. But the two women uh, who are there to like prep him to get into the mech suit are Gina Lee Nolan and one other girl from, from Baywatch. And they have like a little... Like a little back and forth thing about little Baywatch whatever. reunion. Little Baywatch reunion, it. and then they are immediately um, uh, eaten by uh, radioactive sharks. Um, mm -hmm. And and he, David Hasselhoff, walking up toward the hill where there's a mech suit on it, <laughs> eaten whole by a shark. And oh. so now Finn has to get in the mech suit to uh, go back inside the shark because that's yeah, like his. Yeah, well, God. he's try he's trying to do that. If but, that is not like his free bird, yeah. <laughs> Let me get inside a shark play, and get cut out. Play the hits, man. Um, and they're able to uh, to finally stop the uh, the Sharknado. He and his wife, who is now a cyborg. Um, oh, they are reunited. Um, they're they're almost killed in Chicago when they land in, in the thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then David Hasselhoff in his private jet with Tara Reed and also Claudia, who's now a scientist. I should have mentioned that. She's now a scientist, oh, a brilliant scientist. Um, and, and also Matt. Uh, uh, they're all in this in this, in this uh, uh, private jet. And Deb has, we've got a ping. We now know where Finn is. Smash cut to Tara Reed walking through the rubble of this house that landed in Chicago. So, like, none of the first responders have gotten there, but David Hasselhoff's jet 
which was somewhere over Louisiana, got to Chicago before anybody in an ambulance did in Chicago. I mean, they literally wrote the book on it. So I kind of, they're a little more prepared. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so Cyborg Tara Reed using her laser eyes and something else is able to, uh, to, sol- to solve all the problems and help uh, Finn uh, dis- dissipate the tor- Sharknado 4. But out of, the, out of the blue, from the Sharknado dissipating, there is a rotating flying Eiffel Tower which lands right by the, the, the foot of uh, Niagara Falls and standing on top of it is Nova. Oh, good. End of Sharknado 4. Sharknado 5, there are Sharknados all over the world and they have to, they have to use a wormhole that is located inside the Sharknado. This is what where about they, the defense system? That doesn't work. That's the whole thing is the Sharknado didn't work. And um, and they had to use the bomb to blow it to blow up the, the water thing, and they didn't have enough of those or whatever. So um, there's sharknados all over the world, and also there were always sharknados, but our ancestors thousands of years ago were able to stop them using a magical amulet. This um, feels so like that, some ancient alien stuff. Yeah, this circles was, back to our earlier episode yeah. on ancient. It aliens. was the ancient amulet was buried by the druids under Stonehenge, which is why they made Stonehenge to mark where they buried the amulet, and uh, and and Nova and and Ian Ziering rappel down into a cave underneath Stonehenge to get the amulet. Um, but it turns out, disturbing the amulet released all the Sharknados again. Oh and no! Now, I know it's a terrible idea. I also, hate it when um, that happens. Little Gill, played by a different actor now, who's also now like 13, but still acts like he's five. It's really weird. He's wearing a super special um, uh, uh, shark fin helmet that protects him from sharks. Don't ask me how. I don't know. But it's given to him. Like by everyone Clay, have one of those. It's given to him by Clay Aiken um, from, 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 from American Idol, who has a British accent because the whole first Marvel movie takes place in Great Britain. And he's like their version of Q, who's like giving out like the, the weird uh, technology to people. Oh, here, chap, why don't you have this hat, chap? Whoa, what looks really good on you, chap. It's a terrible accent. And also uh, Chris Kattan from SNL is the prime minister of England. Like they didn't have anybody from England play people from England because I guess they didn't want to fly anybody over from England to, to do this movie that was obviously shot in the United States. Um, well, no, that would be like... That would be something that would be good. So yeah. they can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, was Clay Aiken amazing, I imagine? Uh, he was awful. Um, and I didn't see him die, though. Uh, at one point, though, he was surrounded by sharks, but he was, like, shooting them all with a gun. So uh, Chris Tan gets a leg cut off, but he's able to survive. Um, anyway, uh, this is where we find out that Nova has been running the Sisterhood, which is... Um, uh, a whole f- network of all these ninja women who track and destroy Sharknados. Uh, also, um, Gemini, the uh, uh, his cousin, is a um, is actually part of the Sisterhood. She was the one who recruited Nova into the Sisterhood. The Sisterhood has been around for oh thousands God. of years, but now Nova's in charge of it. Um, uh, it this is where she's been through a lot. Yeah, this is where I don't know if you could. Uh, Put a, put a pin in it 
uh, this is this is where it's so nice to no longer be fun anymore <laughs> because oh, it no. is it, it, that, like it's like I I can't keep track of all the bullshit. Um, you've lost the plot on anything funny about any of this, and it's because like you're taking it seriously again. And like I have really interesting ideas about time travel and also the nature of space and time. And like, no, you don't. It's a movie about sharks. In a, oh in a, in a no, yeah, no. Your last movie was had radioactive sharks and a yeah. cyborg. Like, let's not get yeah. meta about right. this. So at, at one point in 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 the number five, uh, Tara Reid uh, gets uh, blown up, and only her cyborg head still exists. So Ian Ziering's carrying that around like a football, talking to it. Uh, and occasionally using her laser eyes to, to kill sharks. That is uh, fun. Yeah, that it could be. Wasn't really in the execution. It's a good idea, but not not great when it's like when it's like Tara Reed's like, I can help. Use my eyes. She does this. That's how she. That's how she uses her. Oh, eyes. that's so lame. Yeah, very lame. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's bad. Um, so Sharknado Five, they're able to. Um, to, to get all this stuff, but but remember, the little kid has been sucked into the vortex, and they're trying to get into the Sharknado so they can also be sucked into the vortex. But some of the vortexes just spit you out in another place in a, in the world. So they got spit out from from England for Switzerland, excuse me, where a bunch of snowboarders were trying to fight the sharks. Oh, they did not do too well. Um, but spit them out from the snowboarding land in Switzerland, out into the out into like the bay around Sydney, Australia, like just for some reason. Mm. Um, oh, Sydney Opera House actually not really an opera house. Actually, it's a it's a, a battle station, uh, and the weird design of it is so that it those those weird little things on the side of the be shot up into the air and kill sharks because again, That's innovative. This is where they kind of lost the plot. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. Um, eventually, all it is is um, is uh, Ian Ziering. Everyone else is dead or been sucked into the vortex. Even Nova? Dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's been killed by sharks. The Sharknados have gone, have gone completely out. They've literally wiped everyone off the face of the planet. Mm. There's nobody left except for Ian Ziering. And this is where, honestly, the end of, the, of, of Sharknado 5 was really fun. Because it's him in this weird Jedi hood, like what, with a walking stick, walking through like the Taj Mahal, like walking the, the ruins of the Taj Mahal going, is anybody here? And then the next shot is him walking past the Golden Gate Bridge going, is anybody here? And I was like, how long has he been walking that he's been gone to, from the Taj Mahal to the Golden Gate Bridge? The Golden and like, Gate what's Bridge, he eating? I don't know. The Golden Gate Bridge to the Arch of, at St. Louis also crumbled. And then the Houses of Parliament. And and like, it's weird like you go from like, like Taj Mahal to San Francisco. I don't know how we get there. And then all the last one is the Kremlin in Moscow. Is anybody here? Anybody? And then a, this crazy tricked out, like big, like armored SUV pulls up. And uh, I was like, oh my, this is the first person he's seen in forever. Person gets out of the thing. 
takes off his hat and it's Dolph Lundgren. It's the, it's the Russian, like the Swedish, but always plays a Russian action star from the eighties and nineties. was one of my favorite all time. A lot of fun in a bad movie, action movie guys love Dolph Lundgren. He is little Gil all grown up. <gasps> who's been traveling to through time trying to find his dad and they they have a reuniting scene it's like okay i'm gonna take you back in time because you i need you to help me end sharknados where they began in the dinosaur times basically um so let's do it dad you and me together and then I mean, like, maybe also find a woman and reproduce. Maybe, but like, but like, nobody's like, if they can stop Sharknados where they started, then everything will happen differently, and this future won't exist. Like that's what they're trying to do. Um, and he said, "Okay, oh, Dad, you and me, we're gonna save the world again, or something, right?" Um, and uh, then, like, uh, like, oh, but don't we need roads or something? We don't where we're going. We don't need roads. Oh! Some <laughs> And then, he, then the, the, the Hummer lifts up off the ground and the wheels come up underneath it and it flies away. And the implication they told me was that Ian Ziering and Dolph Lundgren were going to travel back through throughout time trying to find all the people that were killed because they've been, they've been sent through a wormhole to different times. It's like, we're going to go and get Tara Reid. We're going to go and get uh, Nova. We're going to go and get Matt. We're going to go and get Claudia, everybody. David Hasselhoff. We're going to go get all of them. We're going to create like a ragtag, like a dirty dozen of time-traveling warriors against sharks. The very first thing that happens in Sharknado 6 is they acknowledge that Dolph Lundgren asked for too much money, basically. Because um, when he lands in dinosaur times, he's alone in the time machine. And there's a hologram that's very blurry with not Dolph Lundgren's voice saying, Dad, I'm sorry. I didn't have the heart to tell you, but I've traveled through time too much, and now I disintegrated. I said I pre-recorded this hologram thing to let you know that it's you're you're here by yourself. But don't worry, you'll do fine, Dad. I'm sure you'll be able to stop Sharknados all by yourself. And it turns out he's not all by himself because because his son Dolph Lundgren brought everybody back through the wormholes to this one point in time. In uh, so Judah Friedlander is there, and David Hasselhoff, and, and all these. Uh, David Hasselhoff isn't isn't actually in this movie, um, but like uh, Judah Friedlander's there, and and uh, Nova and Tara Reid, and everybody's there, and they travel throughout time trying to do this whole thing. They go to medieval times and the old west, and all these places. Uh, and but there's no Dolph Lundgren, and it's as far as I could tell really bad except for it actually does the thing i told you about where it loops through time to back to the beginning of sharknado one and they replay the opening scene of sharknado one but shot differently from different angles with different dialogue because it's a new future now interesting and that's all the sharknados so the meat of it is really Two and a half through four and a half. Yeah. There are some decent moments in, in five. Uh, six, I would just say stay away from. But they knew it was over. Sure. Like, like they, they say the name of the sixth movie is not Sharknado 6. 
It's called The Last Sharknado. It's about time. They're like, yeah, we're, we're done with these. We're, we're all, we're all we acknowledged what this We've is. gotten all we've, the juice out of it that we could. We've, we're done with these. Thanks. Yeah. So that's it. I feel like, and there was no way of knowing this, but we should not have watched Sharknado 1 and really just delved into the I mean, the I, could, I could have kept you, I could have said to you, what is Sharknado 1? Like, the context of what is a Sharknado, and also, it's kind of helpful to know that Ian Ziering, that Finn, is just a surfer who happens to own a bar. Yes. Like, if you you need to know that because if you watch Sharknado three or four, you think he's like a full time adventurer who must have been in special forces at one point because he's so good with weapons. Right, and so versatile. Yeah. Because Sharknado one, I'm like, so get the flick out of here. But like from three on, especially, it sounds like is in my wheelhouse. Three. So for the franchise, I say don't get the flick out of here. For one, I was just like, get the flick in. Yeah, I think you could probably find a good, um, like sped up, like montagey type thing on YouTube of like, you here's Sharknado. Here's, here's, here's Sharknado, but in six minutes. Yeah, because really, just like you know, that's about it. Um, or you just and, listen to us. Yeah, or, or or this, but like, they're all. All of them are available to watch, stream for free if you have Amazon Prime Video. Um, so that's good. Uh, three, I would say, is is the most fun because it seems to be fully aware of what it is. But I don't know if if like when Nova shows up in three, and all Mad Maxed out. I feel like if you don't have the context of who she was in one, it might not work properly. But um yeah it's it's it is a crazy franchise that doesn't make a lot of sense uh at all but most of these things are um there's like and like only the one... in one was it supposed to like they My... were fully aware it sounds like and, yeah before. and they, they, there's they they lean more into comedy rather than action or horror yeah as opposed to like sharktopus which is like somebody, some mad scientist put combined a shark with an octopus, and because of the tentacles, the shark is able to walk on land and breathes air, and so is can follow you onto land because it can walk on its tentacles and eats a lot of people in very graphic ways. The same people who made that also made these movies, and they're very wildly different, even though they both feature sharks. It's a lot of shark. They're like, here's what you do. I want you, I, I want you to do this. Also, you at home, but you, Kate, in the Prime Video search bar, just, mm -hmm. just do shark, and it's gonna be like Mega Shark, Mecha Shark versus Robo Shark. God, I all forgot these, about like the Mega. Yeah, right. All, that was a whole all thing. All these, all these friggin'. I'm just uh, saying, get a new movies. protagonist in the I, genre. The thing is, like, yeah, sharks. I think the sharks are kind of played out. It's true. Kind get of, a whale. Out. I feel like the sharks have jumped the shark. They have, in a very meta way, jumped themselves. 
Um, so yeah, I think uh, we both say to the first one, get the flick out of here. Yeah. Uh, 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 but it was super successful for its time. I just think like it didn't really know what it was wanting to be. Yeah, it didn't figure but, itself but out. But the yet. rest of the franchise really does have some really solid moments. Um, however, I think they really worked best if you have the context of all the bad moments. And that's weird. Um, but yeah, I would say first one, get the flick out of here. The rest of them, not six. Yeah, get the flick out of here in six. But two, three, and two, three, and five, uh, and and five, two, three, four, and five. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty all right. I would say pretty, pretty all right. Okay. Now, here we're sure we get into the new thing. Okay. Yes. Go to kynchats.com. Um, to to make your formal requests. Yes. Um, or if you have any questions about the yeah. ones that we've done so far, you can ask right. those. If you have any comments on yes. past episodes, if you want to know more about the courtship from way back, I'm sure I can tell you what Miss Remy is up to right now. If you want to talk world yes. police, we can do that. There's yeah, so yeah. many options. But yeah. yeah, if you have suggestions, we can't. If you want to know how ancient the aliens are, we yeah. can try and tell you this. Um uh, we have a few more surprises on on the horizon. Uh, a few, maybe some special guests that might be appearing on the show. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of fun. But that is the best way to uh, to get us a a, um, a suggestion or a request for something for us to review or talk about is to go through kyn. That's for know your news. Kynchats.com. Uh, that's the best way to get in touch with us, and that's what that's where we will uh, be harvesting our requests from. We're going to become more of a request-heavy platform here um, in the future. We're still going to take some time to make sure we have uh, things going along. Like we already, we already like the Halloween episode locked in. Spooky Buddies is locked in. We're doing Spooky Buddies for Halloween. Happening. I don't know about the other things, but. We'll, Holiday we'll season around Christmas too. Yeah, if you don't I, think I've curated some ridiculous movies for us, yeah, no, there's there's going to be a lot of holiday stuff starting. I think like like Thanksgiving week on through the New Year is just going to be, be terrible Hallmark slash romantic movies about Christmas. Uh, it'll it'll be hell for me, but a lot of fun for you, I think, Kate. Um, uh kate where, where can they find you uh well you can find, find you. me uh on fightful every tuesday and friday at the mark order podcast every wednesday if you guys are wrestling nerds like myself um but you can also find me on social media at miss kate fabe on twitter and tiktok and on kate's grams on the instagram yeah you can find me on the twitter at alex sour graps talking all kinds of things grap on fightful.com and all of its subsidiaries uh and of course uh here uh uh broadcast happening every uh thursday is when these are posted so yeah uh have fun again kynchats.com to get in any questions about things we've done in the past and any suggestions you have for the future uh, uh until then 
uh, we're going to be figuring out now going forward what we're going to be talking about uh, when we figure out what we're going to do and we say, get the flick out of here. Bye, everybody. Look out for sharks. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.